we build AI that predicts what personal injury lawsuits will settle for. The vehicle of which we deliver our valuations is through the demand package. And so you can think of the technology that we create. It's like an Iron Man suit that our people wear internally that help produce super comprehensive demands at scale on behalf of the firm. If you're familiar with technologies that are used on the other side, so Colossus, this is a software that insurance carriers use to pool data together and essentially use that data to minimize the value of every case and lowball all the, the good plaintiff attorneys that we work with. We are the anti-Colossus. Everything that we do by way of our demand packages, the contents of them serves to maximize the value of the case. Welcome to the Tip the Skills podcast, where we discuss running and growing your law firm. I'm your host, Maria Monroy, president of LawRank. Today, we have Ray from EvenUp. He's one of the co-founders. Although Ray is a good friend, I cannot pronounce his last name. English is my second language, so that's my excuse. Today, we talked about AI, specifically EvenUp and their technology, which is AI-based, and what they do, and I'm not going to do this justice, is they draft demands. It sounded a lot more complicated than that. We also talked about Ray's story, which kind of ties into what he's doing now, and it gives it meaning. And I had heard it before, and the moment I heard it, it was like the second time I had ever spoken to Ray. He starts telling me his story, and I was like, wait, can we please stop? Like... I need to get you on this podcast. You need to tell the story. I love it. We talked about the importance of telling people's stories. And we talked about how tools can really help law firms scale. And it's funny because it's a theme that keeps coming up with lawyers when I talk to them. They're like, we want to scale. We want to automate things. I think EvenUp is an amazing product. All of our clients that use it absolutely love it. I get nothing for telling you about it. I get nothing for having Ray join me. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. So my name is Ray. I'm the co-founder and COO of EvenUp. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I know I forced you. So funny story. I guess I've met, I had met Ray many, many times and forgot him every single time. So he's never going to let me live it down. But why don't you tell us really quickly what EvenUp does? And then I want to talk about why it's, a meaningful business for you like the story behind it why this means so much to you gotcha that's uh, a little bit it's gonna be a little bit heavy so in terms of what we do even up we're a software company based out of San Francisco uh, what we do really really well is build software that predicts what personal injury lawsuits will settle for is this AI yes this wow. is AI so that's everyone buzzwords. that is so like obsessed with AI right now listen up and you guys know that I don't have vendors on the podcast very often i am very picky but anyways keep going i feel so special um thank you so much we build ai that predicts what personal injury lawsuits will settle for the vehicle of which we deliver our valuations is through the demand package and so you can think of the technology that we create it's like a iron man suit that our people wear internally that help produce super comprehensive demands at scale on behalf of the firm if you're familiar with technologies that are used on the other side. So Colossus, this is a software that insurance carriers use to pool data together and essentially use that data to minimize the value of every case and lowball all the, the good plaintiff attorneys that we work with. We are the anti-Colossus. Everything that we do by way of our demand packages, the contents of them serves to maximize the value of the case. That's amazing. 
How is it different from? Because I know there are other demand companies now. Yeah. So the other demand companies are overseas, so you can outsource overseas, and that's totally fine if that's what you want to do. The way we're different, we're the only company that's actually creating technology for these demands, like software for these demands. So again, that Iron Man suit kind of idea. We hire, you know, former defense counsel, ex-claim adjusters,、uh, top paralegals that have been in the space for ten plus years. They wear our our technology like that Iron Man suit to prepare these demands at scale, scaling themselves one to many. They have a lot of knowledge and experience in this space. They've yeah, they've been doing this for a while. Where as opposed to like companies that you might work with overseas, they might be like doing this for the first time or have no idea of. How the law works within the U.S. They're just kind of trained to summarize things in a certain way. They have no actual kind of understanding、mm-hmm. exactly of what what they're doing. There are some better ones where it's like the, you know they might have nurses and stuff like that that are based in these you know other countries. That said, the whole thing that still rings true is not a lot of experience or having you know practiced within the U.S. Like everybody that we have on the team is is based within the U.S. that that you'd be working with. The other component is like when it comes to grammatical errors or anything like that. Like we use American English. Right. You might get like British English depending on like where you're kind of outsourcing this work to and stuff. But yeah, that's. And what's the biggest benefit to a law firm of going with you versus doing it in house? So the biggest benefit of essentially using EvenUp versus doing this in house, I mean, there's a, there's a couple things. So at, at the end of the day, if you you could totally like hire a, a team of demand writers and. Kind of streamline your processes such that you have like intake folks. You have people who are gathering the the medical records and getting the requisite information that they need to work up the value of the case and funneling that to a demand writing team. You could totally do that, and then you wouldn't ne- necessarily need to have like even up as that demand writing team. But that said, that's where you have to take on the responsibility of like. Sourcing the talent, training the talent, get these demands done in the way that you want. Dealing with turnover, which that's a huge kind of factor within this space. Finding good people is hard.、Um, a lot of firms that we work with actually don't even streamline it in the way that I just kind of described. A lot of firms will have like case managers or paralegals or the attorneys doing this themselves. And at the end of the day, whether it's like if you think about like what your case manager is doing, they're doing like fifty things within the firm. Right. Like these. You know,、uh, these folks are like unsung heroes within the firm, where they're speaking with the client, getting the medical records, they're negotiating with claim adjusters, and then they have like a quota that they have to hit in terms、right. of like demands per week or month or whatever. What we want to do is basically take this demands portion off of their plate, which demands as much as I would like to say that this is the most important part of the process. It's not. It's absolutely not. the The most important part is the information gathering stage, getting the requisite information that we need to craft a stellar demand. That is the most important part, and then you can pass all of the the information our way, documents, etc., for us to actually draft that stellar man,、uh, demand and save you the five to ten hours that you would spend on each individual case. But you're、so. also like, correct me if I'm wrong, but you you're also using aggregate data to say this is what we think. This case is worth. That's right. So for the damages section, this is where we'll outline an estimate for each element of loss. So we're talking about pain and suffering, loss of earnings, loss of services, past and future medicals, 
every dollar value that we cite within the demand, we will back up in some shape or form. With pain and suffering, this is where the verdicts and the settlement data comes in. So we, we collect a lot of the, any, anything that kind of exists in terms of verdicts that you could use other services for, like we have that data, mm -hmm. but then we also collect settlement data, which so is reported. So the longer back. you guys, the more people that join you guys, the better this is gonna work in long term or no? That's right. So one of the key kind of components of our company, and it kind of rings true through our name. So even up, the whole purpose of why we called the company even up is because we're trying to level the playing field, even up the playing field. And so, so wait, 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 sorry to interrupt, but like, so in theory, you guys could start raising what cases are worth. That's right. By way of doing the demands, of course, we are collecting a lot of information on these cases and, and you know, by looking at the medical records, the injuries, the treatments, and logging all of, all of this information. So let's talk about how did you get into this? That's kind of like a roundabout story. story. I love the story, so let's so, tell it. In 2004, my dad was involved in a catastrophic motor vehicle accident that left him with a permanent disability for the rest of his life. This was in um, Canada, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, long story short, we as a family went through the struggle of trying to negotiate with the insurance carrier, try to get a fair settlement. Did you hire a lawyer? We did, but there's like this aspect of like, it also matters who you hire oh, absolutely. working with, like yeah. there is a quality factor there. My parents are still thankful for who they chose to kind of represent them in this case. But at the end of the day, I think there was a, probably a better lawyer that they could have worked with because at the end of this, this was a, just kind of a referral. Like my parents were two immigrants, like they just worked with, you know, another lawyer that could speak Polish. And that's my, the, the language that my dad spoke, right? So it's just, uh, wasn't much, going on in terms of thinking like who is like kind of the best lawyer for this type of case or anything like that right it was just like who can i communicate with right which was the main thing that they were kind of thinking but oh i i get it my i mean i'm an immigrant and my mom went through a divorce and when she did like the prerequisite was they need to speak fluent spanish yeah absolutely that is super important at the end of the day to get the proper if you can communicate the same language, then you can get the right story. Absolutely. Right? In their own words, like they can feel more comfortable explaining how they feel, articulating all of that and being vulnerable. Thousand percent. I still think it's good for that reason, but honestly, someone more experienced would have been better. So what happened with the case? Essentially, after like three years of my mom working multiple jobs, she was like working three jobs to put food on the table. My dad saw that and he essentially was like, oh my gosh, like we need mom to stop working so hard. So. We ended up settling for a fraction of what my dad's case was worth. You know, as a family, we walked away with like $200,000 to basically support a family of five for the rest of their life. Yeah, no, and that's, that's like, not, yeah, yeah that's like, and again, like my dad couldn't work, right? My dad couldn't work after that experience. This, this story was not like what created me, like made me think like, oh yeah, I'm going to be like Batman now and I'm going to go fight insurance carriers. like. Yeah, no, so like I never I never really kind of thought of this ever since then. And really what that did was yeah, after that all happened, my 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 parents were like, "Okay, Ray, like you got to start working now. Like you got to help provide for the family." And so at a very young age, I had to become more entrepreneurial, had to think about different ways to to make money and I mean, I really do thank my parents i'm very grateful for my parents for having like taught me this lesson where it's like as long as i had like my two hands and my like my brain i could always 
find a way to support myself, right? But that said, that's that's kind of what led me onto this entrepreneurial journey. Like I went through college and ended up moving to Hong Kong and essentially working uh, at PricewaterhouseCoopers as a, an accountant slash a risk consultant. Quickly found that I, I started, like I went into tech and started my first company. But how did you end up, how did you start even up? How did the idea originate? Because I know your, your background is tech, you were in tech, you were not in the legal space, but how, how did it come about? Yeah, so in terms of how even up started. So it was very interesting. We were in San Francisco. My friend Rami. We're so tech. Yeah, no, we were in San Francisco <laughs> in, in Dolores Park. It's like a very popular park to hang out at, at the in the weekend. And so my co-founder, like now co-founder, but then a really good friend, Rami, was just talking to me. He's like, have you ever heard of commercial litigation finance? And at that time, there was this company that was like really, really cool. It's called Legalist. What they did was they did litigation finance for small businesses that were going up against big Goliath defendants. And this was all brought to us by our third co-founder, Sam. He is a former defense counsel, did a lot of like personal injury, wrongful death kind of cases, like personal injury defense. And so it was very interesting because he was very fascinated about litigation finance. He's like teaching us all about this stuff. And he was saying like, let's pull some money together and like invest in lawsuits and like help people in this fashion. And like the question that kind of came to mind with Rami and I was we're like, how do you even know what a case is worth? Right. Right. Like what is it like, how do you underwrite this, this kind of case? And in the commercial lawsuit context, it's more complicated. It was like, we learned that like you need a lot of attorneys come together and do a lot of research and craft a story. But uh, when it came to this question, we were like thinking about like, oh, what are other practice areas that we can kind that of do this in, right? Yeah. Like, are there any other types of cases that are a little bit more easier to predict? Right. And that's where Sam's like, oh yeah, I mean, I do personal injury defense. If you know all these factors and like policy limits and stuff like that, yeah, you could essentially predict what these cases sell for but creating an algorithm to, like that's hard as shit i can't imagine that it was easy yeah like, there's no, no it, way it definitely wasn't easy and because like when we first went out to investors and talked to them about this everyone was like is this even a space that makes money how is this even going to work that's is where even a space yeah that makes money? investors a had, lot had of money yeah. yeah a lot of investors had no idea like how much opportunity there was in this space especially in terms of like tech the mundane processes that exist today like the things that people are doing today like manually and such they weren't really interested in exploring this market and how they could help and so we had a really hard time at the beginning just kind of sharing like our idea and what we wanted to do and so when like that. did you start even up or when did the idea start what year was this we were talking about it in late 2019 but we ended up actually pulling the trigger and doing this actually building the company in like january of 2020 you guys have grown so fast i am so jealous yeah. and so proud of you but still like that's crazy and no it's uh honestly like it's really the team we've been absolutely blessed to have amazing people join on all fronts whether it be like engineering data science our go-to-market so marketing sales everyone is like i think that we we honestly like, and it, it, it will come. There will always be competitors that always come into the space and try and compete. I think they, they'll have their work cut out for them because not only are, are people like very willing and capable, they're also very competitive. This team can do absolutely anything. So. That's amazing. Well, congrats. 
Thank you. I'm curious though, how does it work? Like if somebody wants to work with you guys, what does that process look like? How long does it take to get going? Um, just give us a little bit of background on that. Everything that we do is is essentially uh, subscription in nature. It really is based on the number of demands that you need from us on a monthly basis. So whether that's that like sense. one demand a month or 200, 300 so it demands one. a month. So it like could be it one. You don't have like a minimum. We have clients that even do like six demands a year. That's right? amazing. So we can, we can, we help the solo practitioners. We help the high volume shops. We help everyone. Well, I could see how anybody would benefit. Yeah. Because the solo practitioners are doing so much of the work themselves that your help is needed. But the bigger firms also, if this is one department that they don't have to worry about, that's amazing. Yeah. For the solo practitioners, it makes sense. Like they're doing everything. A lot of them are doing a lot of these things themselves. And so right. we're, we're their Iron Man suit. But when it comes to the higher volume shops, you know, we're talking about like 100, 200 cases a month and such. Right. I mean, all your people, like just imagine when you started your business and you were doing everything yourself, you feel so overwhelmed, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, like I have to learn how to like delegate and whatever. It gets I'm to a, a great delegator. <laughs> I'm sure you are. <laughs> We've kind of seen that all firsthand ourselves in oh, terms absolutely. of like, like how, you mean internally or through yeah. your clients? Because some of our clients are awful at delegating and I'm like, you need to delegate. But then there even comes to a point where you've delegated it and you're now the person that you've delegated it to isn't delegating, isn't delegating yep. or like is basically at capacity right? They're just maxed out. They're doing right. everything they can. That's where like we want to be their resource. We want to be an extension of them to do these demands in a way that they would have done themselves if they had all the time in the world. This work that we do is is not necessarily super easy. Looking for like missing bills, records, like missing providers, looking if there's like a somebody missed like a TBI claim in here and stuff. So making sure that we claim for absolutely every single thing that's, that's you know, yeah. present in this case. Um, it takes a lot of time and energy Absolutely. to go through this. And lastly, going through the information and articulating how did the client's life get flipped upside down. So one of the things that we collect information on is like loss of enjoyment and duties under duress. So we have sample surveys for this, but basically survey answers as to how the, the client's life was flipped upside down. What are activities they can no longer do or enjoy anymore since they were injured? This is where we take that information and we will craft the story of my client Ray used to be a national judo champion and now we'll never practice judo again. Here is the before photo of Ray at the last national tournament that he was able to participate in. That's the level of detail that we get into. So of course we talk about AI and tech and scaling and everything like that, but I just wanna emphasize that we every everything that we do is customized to the case, it's tailored to the case. We do take the time to tell the story of each, each client because that's one of the most important parts. Coming back to this aspect of taking this off of your plate, because that takes a lot of time to do. The most important part is actually spending time with your client, coaching them how to be vulnerable, to talk about these feelings. So like if I think about when I grew up with my dad after the accident and he was like, I can see that he was visibly in pain. You know, he would, I would always ask like, dad, like, are you okay? And he would be like, oh no, uh, I, I'm fine, I'm fine, it's, everything is fine. And I was like, oh, okay, knowing clearly that he's lying to me, but what we need to impress on our clients, our, our clients need to impress on their clients, on the plaintiff is essentially, there is no credit to being a tough guy or a tough gal 
it's like it's only going to hurt your case if you can't be vulnerable and kind of express like these details as to how your life has been impacted since this accident your dad would be proud of you i'm gonna cry thank you okay if people want to get a hold of you how can they get a hold of you uh, and i get nothing for referring people to even up i want to be really really clear <laughs> about that i really am picky if you want to learn more you go to www.evenuplaw.com evenuplaw.com and we'll yeah. put it in the show notes for you guys yeah and you can download samples you can check out some of our work without even having to talk to anybody um, that's that's awesome. totally fine. But if you are interested in learning more. Just text more, me guys and I'll give you raise. Yeah, you can text, you can text Maria. <laughs> I'm um, kidding. No, I'm okay. I'm, oh, I'm, you're I'm cool very, with that? You're like Daryl Isaacs? Yeah, I'm oh. very much open to the whole, te- like, I mean, that's, that's what I want to be. Don't like, give at the, anyone my cell phone. <laughs> at the end of the day, I want to be available to, to folks. I truly and genuinely want to be a partner to the firm. And so if, that's where we can be a thought partner in terms of figuring out how can we, you know, amplify the growth at your firm and, and kind of streamline operations in any which way. That's where we're always down to to talk with our customers in terms of like, what are different tasks like that are causing your, your team to kind of spend a lot of time on and basically distract them from doing other important aspects. Like if you have any crazy ideas in terms of what we can do to help, we're just as crazy as essentially. <laughs> uh, All right, well... We are actually live at Mass Towards Made Perfect. So, and Ray and I are co-hosting an event tonight. So, yes, we're going to go party. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. No, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you so much to everything Ray shared with us today. If you found this story valuable, please share it with someone you want to see succeed. Subscribe so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review. It goes a long way to help others discover the show. Until next week.